Welcome to the latest podcast from the Plastic Surgery Journal Club. Each month we review an appraiser journal article, typically from PRS, and summarize it for you in this podcast. The full journal can be obtained from the PRS website. Welcome to the February 2019 Plastic and Reconstructive Surgery Journal Club coming to you from Sydney, Australia. My name is Damien Marich. I'm here with Dr. David Moon, the Plastic Surgery Registrar at St. George Hospital in Sydney. We are talking about interposition vein grafting in head and neck free flap reconstruction by Drs. Marisovich et al. from Houston, Texas, uh, the MD Anderson Cancer Centre. And this was published in the October 2018 PRS. So, David, what was this paper about? Um, so essentially this paper was looking um, at the topic of um, vein grafting and essentially looking to see if there's an increased risk of free flap loss with vein grafting and is it causal. Um, essentially there remains hesitance to use vein grafts due to concerns for increased risk of free flap loss. Infrequency of vein grafting in head and neck reconstruction has limited a comprehensive analysis of subsequent outcomes. Uh, this study was essentially a retrospective cohort study of all head and neck free flap re- reconstructions at MD Anderson between 2005 and 2015. Head and neck re- uh, free flap reconstructions between this period uh, were included. Um, there were um, only minor in- exclusion criteria, and that were patients who underwent vein grafting in a salvage setting. So this was primary vein grafting at the time of free flap reconstruction post ablative surgery. Um, they looked at traditional demographic data, free flap utilised, recipient vessels, use of interposition great vein graft, uh, vein graft donor site and flap outcome. And then the interesting subset to this study was trying to elucidate into the uh, etiology of subsequent free flap loss if that eventuated. The results are pretty impressive in the sense that overall free flap survival rate was 98.5%, which is tremendous. Interposition vein graft was used in 241 um, cases, which is 7.4% of the overall volume. And there are a few trends in those cases. Prior chemotherapy, radiotherapy, osteoradionecrosis, uh, free flap, previous free flap that is, uh, neck dissection and multiple previous free flap surgery were more common um, uh, demographic features in this group of patients. Free flap choice, recipient vessels, and vein dome graft sites were highly variable in the study group. Um, free flap compromise rate higher in the vein graft group with a statistical significance, as was free flap loss uh, with also statistical significance. Free flap salvage rate was significantly lower when grafting was used in the initial construction. They then went on to uh, undertake a univariate analysis to identify variables affecting, affecting flap compromise. They came out with a few variables that were associated with such. Vein grafting, prior radiotherapy, prior chemotherapy, prior neck dissection and hypertension were all associated with high free flap compromise. A univariate analysis to then subsequently identify variables affecting free flap loss as opposed to compromise. This identified a few consistent features vein grafting, prior chemotherapy, and surprisingly type 2 diabetes. No significant association between vein graft donor site and flap compromise or flap loss was noted. And also there was no significant association between compromise rates when vein graft was used for artery, vein, or both. However, there was a slight trend noted. 
looking at the, the second part of the study, which was the study trying to elucidate the etiology of free flap loss, they concluded there was essentially no case of thrombosis exclusively in the vein graft and that there were no thrombotic anastomotic technical errors, which I think is quite a spectacular achievement given the volume that was uh, undertaken. Looking at the conclusions, essentially free flap compromise loss, free flap compromise and loss rate significantly higher in free flap grafted in free f- <laughs> higher in vein grafted free flaps. No cases of thrombosis uh, arose from within the vein graft or from anastomotic errors. Um, from that, they concluded that the vein was not thrombogenic, um, and there was no increased likelihood of anastomotic failure most likely because uh, you'll get a warning that there's been an astomotic failure before the patient leaves the operating table. Uh, potential additional risk of kinking associated with vein grafts. And then the overall vein graft survival was 93.4%, which I think is absolutely spectacular given the, um, the patients that MD Anderson must deal with. Um, since 90, uh, sorry, 43.8% of free flap losses in vein graft were due to potentially preventable surgical errors, there was a postulation that this may be fatigue-related given the increased complexity of these cases because these have had multiple free flaps, prior chemotherapy, radiotherapy, etc. However, um, this is just a postulation at this time. There was no mention of the operative time, etc., time of day when these operations are undertaken that may be accountable for this and demonstrate an association. Um, so looking at the, patient's, uh, sorry, the paper's uh, good points, it's a really large cohort. In fact, it's the largest cohort to date studying this topic. It's come from a major head and neck reconstructive centre, and it had a very detailed sub-analysis, which I thought was very beneficial. Um, its limitations were its retrospective um, design, low vein graph numbers, despite the huge, i.e. more than 3,000 free flaps in that time period. Um, and it's difficult to ascertain the exact cause of free flap loss because this wasn't a prospective study. It was a data trawl to look back through the notes to see if they could ascertain um, how the flap um, was compromised. So uh, what are the take-home messages? Vein grafting in head and neck free flap reconstruction is associated with increase in flap, flap compromise and loss and should be avoided if acceptable outcomes can be achieved without its use. However, in challenging cases for best functional and aesthetic reconstruction in complicated cases such as those that have had prior radiotherapy or surgery depleting the neck of recipient vessels, it is still associated with high success rates. I thought this was a very interesting paper um, uh, in Sydney, you know, anecdotally amongst all the people in the journal club. Uh, it's very rare for vein grafting to be performed at the primary procedure, but obviously the cohort of patients being seen at the MD Anderson Cancer Centre who have had multiple previous free flaps is going to be much higher than uh, what we tend to see here. Uh, but a great paper and the authors are to be congr- uh, congratulated. Thank you for listening. For more of our podcasts, head to soundcloud.com or subscribe to us on iTunes and search Plastic Surgery Journals. Remember to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Thanks also to the PR's journal team for their ongoing support.